0: This Side of Country with Trav, supporting new artists and celebrating the legends on 95.9 KRFF. She's an up and coming rising artist. In fact, uh, she's also known as uh, one to watch as well by one of the Nashville Songwriters Association. We can't wait to have a, a chat with her here. We've been playing her new song, Rock This Way, on our show. We've got Jennifer Alvarado coming in. How are you this morning? Good morning from Fargo
1: thank you good morning to you as well well i guess it's afternoon on the east coast but yeah
0: thanks for having me where where are we calling in from
1: i am from vale north carolina north so carolina is, yeah it's this little map dot of a place um <laughs> we have a post office um we have no stoplight. oh and, my uh, gosh
0: no kidding that's small of a town
1: yeah well and the crazy thing is it's got one of the largest mailing districts because it covers like four counties but yeah we're we're literally a map dot we have nothing
0: here. Some cow. <laughs> well that's wonderful congratulations on your latest album we've been playing some tracks here off of a uh, songbird part one we've been particularly playing rock this way you've been writing songs for quite some time now I see this goes back to when you were just a youngster writing your first song kind of tell me about what it was like growing up in your household where mom and dad uh, singer songwriters musicians at all how did, how did this path start for you
1: So, honestly, no, they weren't. Um, I mean, my mom listened to, like, classic rock and stuff, hence Rock This Way. But, uh, (laughs) um, you know, my papa, he and my grandmother, they were both very into country music. And so I was with them a lot. And uh, that's where my love for country music kind of came from. But as far as like people that actually played, my grandfather was the only one that played guitar and mandolin and banjo and I think a few other stringed instruments. And um, so he was the only one that really influenced me in that way. Right. Um, but it was one of those things like from as early on as I can remember, I mean, my grandmother has it in her little notebook or journal that, you know, I was singing before I could talk. Wow. It's just, it's something that I've always gravitated to. And so from a very early age, I just, I knew I wanted to sing. I knew I wanted to do music.
0: That's wonderful. Something else that I find very interesting about you is when you were a teenager, you were actually leading church worship. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So I started, um, I guess when I was about 15, Um, I started with a choir. Um, I actually started with a choir when I was about six or seven. Then... Um, I didn't start leading until I was about fifteen. Um, I went through a period of time where, like right after elementary school into middle school, um, I kind of got bullied a lot, like just with the music that I wanted to do and all of that, because right. you know it's middle school and that happens. Um, but uh, it it caused me to have a lot of anxiety, and I didn't want it. I think at that age, you don't want any attention on you.
0: Right. Right.
1: <laughs> um, and so i started having a lot of performance anxiety and so for a long time well a few years at least i i couldn't sing like i would go to sing and just nothing would come out right um and so then when i did get involved with worship you know slowly that confidence and everything started coming back to do it um but yeah so since 15 i've been involved with church and and i love it i love worship
0: now you even uh released a christian album back in 2015 correct so it kind of led the path of you you know finding your feet again and uh wanting to go down the musical path and you actually released uh your first single relentlessly in 2015 which was followed up by a christian album how have you grown in these seven eight years now coming up on eight years since your first album and now your most current one how do you feel like you've grown as an artist
1: when I look back at that earlier stuff, I'm still proud of it. I still think that there's, I mean, everything is a season. And so for me, but for me, that season was sort of trying to figure out where I fit with everything. And so I think now I'm less afraid to just be vulnerable with my music. I was very like cookie cutter, I think, with that first album. And this is what contemporary Christian sounds like. Um, and I wanted to very very well fit into that mold and and sort of not go outside those boundaries right where as time has gone on i've realized that you don't need to fit into all these different little molds like you need to create your own path you need to have your own voice and so i think that that's pretty much how i've grown it's just Learning that it doesn't have to sound like something else. It shouldn't sound like something else. It should sound like you and um, to not be afraid of that.
0: Right, right. Now, you said you've got country roots as far as what you remember listening to and growing up to, uh, which kind of led the path for you to Start singing and songwriting for yourself. Since your Christian album, you kind of went back down to your roots and started again in country uh, in 2020 with I Break Things. Have you ever gotten any kind of backlash from starting off kind of in that contemporary christian uh area of music and then transferring it over to country or do you feel like the two go hand in hand and you've never really lost touch of your christian roots but uh your sound maybe has more developed into country ever any backlash from kind of going from christian to country for you
1: um i think i was afraid of that yeah but honestly no um Everybody Has actually been Very supportive See when I first Started with Christian I was so afraid Of I didn't promote That first album Whatsoever Um, I was afraid to So like I would You know People bought it And everything (laughs) But, and, and I would take it to shows and sell it, but as far as like trying to actually promote it, I didn't do anything with it. Um, because I was so afraid that it would look like I was using the platform as my platform, like, you know, instead of, and somehow using God, um, for myself. And I don't, I just didn't want to do that. Right. And, and I don't think that I'm doing that with the music now, but I think that it's easier for me to go out and play, you know certain places now, where before um, you were kind of limited on where you're playing to. Right. Um, and and then also, you know, I'm a storyteller. Like I love telling stories, and so I think as long as you're telling stories, people accept that they want to hear. I think people want to hear stories, and they want to know little bits about you to a certain degree and how you can relate. So no, I haven't received any backlash. Cool. Um, That's you great. Know, I, I, yeah and and i'm very appreciative of
0: that that that's Um, fantastic that's great to hear that there's no backlash and there shouldn't be you should always be able to live the life you want make the choices you want and whether that uh is over in this area at one time and then this next season it's over in this area you're allowed to do that it's your life you know
1: well and i think the thing is like at some point i am going to release another christian release because that's part of who i am my faith is part of who i am i haven't lost that i haven't you know, that has not left me whatsoever. If anything, it's become stronger. Right. And and the way I look at it is with the secular stuff, like you have even more people that you can talk to and, 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 and reach in that facet. So, yeah, I, right. I, I just think that God opens doors and, and that's what I'm looking at is just opportunities to to do that amen to that
0: well said absolutely you know you've you've become quite known for your songwriting in fact uh you're you're even one to watch by the nashville songwriters association ever uh do any collaborations or looking forward to doing some collaborations down the road country music is so good about doing collaborations songwriters working together to help tell a story together have you done any kind of collaborations or are you looking forward to doing any down the road here?
1: Yeah. So actually, um, a few years ago I did a few collaborations with the worship group that I was with. And so we released a couple albums that were totally by, you know, a group of us. Right. Um, but recently I think December, I I actually worked with the white house. It's a group out of Canada. Um, And we, we released a song called Stars Collide and it came out in February. Um, and it's done, it's done relatively well in Canada and stuff. Um, but yeah, I love to collaborate. I love, um, because I think you, you get such a different perspective when you collaborate and, and a song can totally take, you know, a hard left, hard right from where you want it to go or where you thought it needed to go because you have this other person's perspective or perspective. Right. And I think we only grow from that. Um, and I think you're able to grow as a writer too. Some of the best songs and strongest songs I've, I've ever heard have been by multiple writers. Right. And I think it's because you get all of these different stories put together. Um, and you get the strength of all the writers put together. So yeah, I was I would love to collaborate with more artists um, and and writers. That's definitely something I want to do. Fantastic.
0: Um, um, I want to ask yeah. you this as well. You you've already yeah. so so early into your career here, but you've already had a number of uh, award nominations and actual awards that you have won. Which one right now has really meant the most to you so far? That just has kind of a special place in your heart.
1: Hmm. Um. I think the one from ISR, Indie Star Radio, was was one that really, because I'd come out of a season where um, it, it had just been a very hard season, and I actually was going to give up on music. I was ready to just shelf everything um, and, and sort of just say, okay, I'm just going to do this nine to five, and that's it. Like, I, I don't, you know, I'll participate somehow, but... I'm done. Right. And um, I sent my music into them with kind of the, the stipulation of, okay, if they reject it, I'm done. Right. Um, and of course, that didn't happen. And yeah. so it, it helped give me the motivation to keep going. And so that one definitely has a place in my heart because it showed me the support that I do have and it shows me the people that are behind me and, and, and really just changed my perspective of everything Right. Um, in 2021. And then, you know, I think any of the songwriting awards, those mean a lot to me Um, just because songwriting is my passion. Absolutely. Like that, that's where I started. I love telling stories. I love connecting with people through writing. That's how I connected with artists was through the lyrics. And so that's just I I think that that's always an honor because for somebody to tell you like, Hey, this song made a difference. Like that, that's huge.
0: Absolutely. You know, let's let's talk about that a little bit because an artist goes through peaks and valleys with their career. I mean, the ultimate goal is to reach a larger scale. You want to tell your story on a larger scale. You would love to be able to reach more people and ultimately hoping that your story is 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 touching somebody and it's maybe helping them or saving them in some way. So we love as artists we want to grow with our uh, with our art but there's peaks and valleys. Sometimes uh, it feels like you're on a, on a high or at the top of the hill. Things are going great and then maybe it's quiet for a week or two. How do you keep going through the peaks and valleys of your career? Staying positive, staying focused, staying motivated to keep going when maybe things aren't, you know, at the top of the... Don't feel like they're at the top of the heap for you. How do you keep them going?
1: I think that I, I really... First off, I have a good support system around me. My husband is you know he speaks truth to me every single day yeah um and also you know i have a group of friends around me that i know support me so i I think that's important but i also just remember for me i remember my why and my why is that little 11 12 year old girl that used to sit there in her room and i felt alone and then i would listen to a song and it felt like somebody understood me, and so that has always been my goal: is to be that friend to somebody else that I found through through some, you know, through some of these artists that I would listen to. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think I remember that. I remember that little girl, and and just know that that's needed. Like that encouragement is so needed in this world today. Absolutely. Um, and I feel like that's my one little piece of being able to supply something good. So that that's what keeps me going.
0: You know, one thing too and you're one of the first artists that I've that I've kind of come across. You know, we've chatted with a lot of a lot of different artists on this show. A lot of different personalities, local people in the community here as well. And you're one of the first ones that I've seen also outside of your music telling your story you're also telling a story with your blog which people can find at jenniferalvarado.com. but you've got you've got a blog tell me about the blog that uh you incorporate into your website
1: yeah so unfortunately it's like a year out of date and i need to i have like five <laughs> articles they're just sitting there that i haven't <laughs> published so yes this is my motivation to get those on there um yeah, I started it. It's called In the Waiting, and I started it a couple years ago. It was it was during that really hard season that I was talking about, yeah. and and essentially, it was my way of encouraging myself. But in the midst of that, I realized like everybody goes through waiting season, and it, at that point in time, I was reading this book called Anonymous, and it talks about you know everybody knows the years of of when when Jesus like his ministry. Yeah. But nobody knows the years from like when he was like two to 30. Yeah. Um, but those were the formulative years. Like he was preparing during that time. And so it just, it really helped me realize that just because you feel like there's no progress being made, um, and you're in this waiting season of, of what looks like nothing's happening. Um, that's where you grow. Right. And, and that's where you learn your craft. And that's where you learn your why more than anything. And, and you get that, that burning in your heart that will sustain you when you have a really deep valley or just a really bad day or a bad review. Um, and, and so that's really why I started that was, was to give somebody else the encouragement. So yeah, I, I go through like, I put in there, scripturally like how it can relate and all of that and then you know i just i I want it to be a community so if somebody is reading it and they are going through a season and they want to reach out for prayer or for or just somebody to talk to whatever like that's why i started that was to be a friend
0: that's fantastic
1: Um, and to really try to be be there for people
0: that's wonderful fantastic i want to get into we're going to be playing rock this way and we've been playing rock this way here on the station tell me about the song
1: yeah, so, um, I actually wrote this song. I had been going through like kind of a dry season of songwriting. Right. And, um, this song I wrote with like four others, four or five others that day. Wow. Um, and this one was sort of like, I just want to have fun. I just want to have fun and write and not worry about the end result. And I always like to challenge myself with songs. So I will pick some random words on the dictionary or theme. Or in this case, I wanted to see, how many of my favorite like classic rock songs I could semi-reference, um, and the and the song actually still makes some semblance of sense. Yeah, um, and so that that's where it came from. I love it. I really.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Jennifer, I have absolutely enjoyed having a conversation with you. I could talk to you for hours. There's so much. I love picking your brain, hearing your story, and hearing about uh, all the things you've got on the way here. So much going on <laughs> in your career. Congratulations on everything thus far. I mean, you're just getting started. Tell me where we can find you on social media.
1: Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at Jennifer Alvarado Music. Um, TikTok is the same thing. Uh, Facebook is You can look up Jennifer Alvarado Music, or you can do backslash uh, JEM Music 12. Guitar Diva 12 is Twitter, or JenniferAlvarado.com has all of it, and you can find
0: me there. Jennifer, thank you again so much for chatting with us here in Fargo. Hopefully, yet before the year is over, uh, we can have plans for you to come and do a show for us here in Fargo.
1: Oh, I would love it. Yeah, definitely. Thank Uh, you so much.
0: This side of country This side of country